Hi, I'm Hannah King. And I'm Georgina Skinner. And welcome to Your Mindset Matters. This is a brand new podcast surrounding the importance of mental health practices, care and well-being. Both myself and Georgina are sharing this from a place of complete honesty and transparency with the goal of helping and supporting others. We are not professionals. We aim to share our own research we have learned throughout our own journeys and experiences. Trigger warning, this may, may contain emotional triggers from the offset and throughout. This episode will focus on relationships. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my gosh, relationships. <laughs> Toxic relationships. <laughs> Strap yourselves in for some outrageous personal stories, some tips and tricks with our juicy Q&A to conclude. How are you, Georgina? I'm good, thanks. I'm feeling positive today. And actually, funny enough, <laughs> it is Valentine's Day. I know. Is it? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so happy <laughs> Valentine's. Will you be my Valentine, Hannah? I will be. Will you be mine, Georgina? Yes, please. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. See, we try and plan these, um, the topics <laughs> that we talk about. And we co- I completely forgot that this. <laughs> It's going to be Valentine's Day. But we want to get rid of those toxic relationships, don't we, Han? Yeah, I kind of think we've both had our fair share of them, let alone we're just never, ever going to go back there again. Like, we'll try to anyway. (laughs) Be strong, be strong. Oh, God. So I guess we want to just dive in straight in this podcast, sharing our own outrageous stories our breakups our heartbreak and just hopefully it will help one of you if you're feeling like crap from a breakup or if you just want to laugh from some outrageous stories I mean some of them are like <laughs> some of them are just like oh wow so yeah let's <laughs> just did start that happen? <laughs> I know it's almost like why did I even touch that with a barge pole I mean come on <laughs> but yeah let's just dive straight in so Georgina would you like to kick off with uh, your own fair share of toxic relationships oh my gosh for a long (laughs) time actually i therapy going to therapy has helped me so much get over even thinking about my toxic relationships um i had a really bad toxic relationship when i was at university i was so unbelievably head over heels in love with this person I remember <laughs> and I had cotton wool over my eyes so badly mm. <laughs> really I had it was it was quite looking back an emotionally abusive relationship along with physical abuse um which is really quite hard to think about and talk about um mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people actually go through relationships that affect them so deeply in that way that they they are so in love with the person they just don't really see that what they're doing is wrong and so I was kind of in that really 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 badly and Hannah and our friends really saw it and had definitely formed a disliking of this person. (laughs) To be fair I'm not gonna lie I mean, apart from that one incident where it was that basically, guys, we were both me and Georgina went to university together. We went to Loughborough, big up Loughborough. (laughs) And we went to, I mean, if anyone's from Loughborough, we went to the basin. You know what I'm talking about, the basin. We got there and Georgina basically told us about this incident that happened between her and her, like now ex, and me and our friend who were there. 
we got so unbelievably angry just because of what you told us G and I think from that point it was almost like there was just no going back. back for us to like ever take a liking to that person just beforehand it he came across this is like I think this is where it gets so so shocking really just to think that beforehand we liked him a lot there was nothing wrong with him like he like clearly like was head over heels for you too you guys got on so well you had so much in common and for you to tell us that what happened it was almost like I mean we were both so shocked and we were like as if this is happening but then with the shock was also partnered with such anger and I actually felt like steam was coming out my ears (laughs) (laughs) I know you went I'm not joking you went to the bathroom and we were basically being like what should we do to him we need to do something now. We like need to plot our revenge of like pitchforks and everything. Like, <laughs> and then you came back and we were like, no, keep it cool, keep it cool, keep it cool. But yeah, there was just no going back after that. So that no. was just unbelievable. So, well, I don't want to go into too much detail, but no. essentially um, an argument broke out from, from nothing. There was a bit of gaslighting going on. Basically, he was telling me I was doing something wrong when I, when I hadn't done anything wrong. I was just saying hello to a friend. <laughs> And um, he stormed out of the party that we were at uh, and I chased it after him and he pushed me and I, he pushed me so hard I fell onto the ground uh, and we were outside so I was on the pavement and I hit my head on the pavement and got a concussion from it. That is not okay guys. I thought after that all sorts of things a lot of gaslighting going on making me feel like I'd done things wrong there were lots Mm. of apologies I was constantly apologizing for things that actually I hadn't done and it was really 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 crazy it ended up getting to a point where uh, we'd been together for almost two years and I told him we need to take this seriously or we're gonna just gonna break up and he was he told me he thought we needed to take a break and I said if you think we need to take a break then we're gonna break up because yeah I don't believe in taking a break you don't you obviously don't care enough if you want to take a break so we ended up breaking up he basically was like over text he was like okay well then we'll break up and that was it yeah essentially after we broke up he refused to see me um he refused to come over and bring me my things he wouldn't let me come over and bring he has told me to post his things to him after such an intense relationship and it was like the world the ground had been ripped out from underneath me and I was I had no nothing yeah um and from that he also he knew my passwords to things and he uh, logged into my Facebook Messenger and and was sending me all these messages, basically trying to turn me against my friend, um, one of my friends who I was telling lots of things to. Oh my god, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. What? Um. And yes, yeah, it was really, really, really difficult and horrible, and that also is abuse well Um, yeah I mean it's emotional abuse wasn't it complete gaslighting complete abuse Mm -hmm. Uh, I honestly I was asking him I'd be only I said to him the only person I have told this to is this person 
yeah how do you know this mm. they must and this person knew him as well yeah so yeah. I was like they must have told you and he and he refused to tell me why or how he knew and so the link of in my mind I'm like well they must be talking to you about this yeah and that was just not the case and I found out that he had been looking through all my messages because he was coming up with things that I had only told very like one person that's just so messed up just like as you said it's almost like trying to find some way of remaining in your life no matter how messed up it is yeah and it's just like so draining like I just don't understand what goes through in some people's minds to make them think that this is okay and obviously if you're upset about a breakup that's completely valid like everyone's emotions are completely valid no matter what they feel right but then at the same time it's the actions that you do from those emotions where you can be like okay that's wrong like that's wrong what he did was wrong what your ex did to you was completely wrong and so messed up on so many different levels like I just remember how like when you finally ended that relationship and you got away you didn't get complete closure because it just had like a just a spiral into such a nightmare for you yeah because it just wouldn't it was almost like he just wouldn't walk away and he wouldn't leave you alone yeah and his family was still contact me contacting me a year after sending me Mm -hmm. messages Mm. and it's it's a tricky one with the family thing isn't it because I guess if you're close with that with your ex's family yeah I think it's hard when they like reach out to you or you end up having like communication that's a tricky one I guess but again it's still there's still that connection tied to you and it's just yeah oh it's just like you just want that clean cut and move on don't you yeah yeah exactly even after all of that still in love with him for like three years I couldn't yeah I just couldn't get over him at all no I completely get what you mean I think it's just I like yeah I remember it clear as day that was just such a toxic time for you but I mean look at where you are now you've got a lovely boyfriend now oh, don't he's you wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just walked in the room he's pointing at himself <laughs> <laughs> <Me? Yeah. laughs> but yeah no it's so nice to see you like so happy and it's so true that what's everything happens for a reason and funnily enough I saw my friend yesterday and she's going through this like really cool I wouldn't like let's say spiritual awakening but she's doing a lot of self-work yeah and she told me this the classic quote that says right person wrong time yeah she has like decided to see it as right person right time whereas like it was the right person at the right time in that moment in your life. But yeah. if it ended up being a bad thing, for example, you have a horrible breakup, it's a lesson for you to learn. And yeah. then in order for you to go forward, you yeah. know, you can take things from that relationship that you had before yeah. and then t- go forward with that. It's not exactly, exactly like every person who comes into your life comes into your life for a reason, whether that's your friends who are there to support you, who are there to like, you know, just be there for you, your family, etc your partners if it ends up being a bad thing then again like I said you can take those things that you learn from that relationship and take it forward with you not necessarily looking back and saying oh no like he was he was like the perfect person but it was just the wrong timing where it's like no not really it's just you need to try and have a mindset where you're looking forward because you should always look forward and never look back because you're not going that way you're going forward you're not going backwards yeah the past doesn't change Mm. can't change no matter how many times you go over it in your head and say oh what do I what if I said this what if I did this it's not oh don't 
<laughs> we've, oh, all, we've, we've all done all it. it. Anyways, Han, let's talk about yours. Well, I can guarantee you my breakup, they were just such, it's just such a savage, unbelievable breakup that I'm just like, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was, I, <laughs> I laugh about it now, but it's just like, it was just outrageous. Yeah, so, absolutely outrageous. I've been with this guy for like, I think around like nine, 10 months. And it's not long. It's quite a new relationship still. But for me, it was like my first serious relationship. So for me, it was like, oh, my God. And I just planned it again. Like I said last week, it was I planned everything in front of me. So I planned to settle down with him. I was super, super happy. But again, had the wool over my eyes. Rose tinted glasses were really, really on. And I didn't see what was really happening in our relationship now. So in my mind back then, I thought everything was completely fine. Everything was cool. Like obviously as in a relationship, you have your fair share of arguments and we had like a few, but nothing to the point where you'd think that would be it. I know there was no reason our arguments were not that huge. Right. So I had a job where I was not paid nearly like nearly as much as his, right. He was earning a lot more money than I was, but I wanted to do something really nice. Like it was his birthday basically coming up. And I thought whenever I buy someone something, I always try and think of something thoughtful so for example yeah, if I pick up on, thoughtful present when I pick up like when I pick up things that someone says so for example I noticed he said that he's always wanted to go to like Copenhagen or like you know to like Norway that part of Europe so I decided I'm gonna save up and get him as a long weekend trip to Copenhagen at a fairly nice hotel I mean it costs a freaking lot of money I lied to my mum about how much it cost because I think she actually would have killed me with the amount of money that I spent (laughs) so I got him that and then I I booked him a reservation because he's into like you know the fine dining experience I've never been like a massive hoo-ha fan of that but he's always wanted to go to like these nice restaurants so I was like okay so on top of the holiday I got him a reservation at this Michelin star restaurant by the way I mean to be fair it was like really really good I can't remember what it was called but it was in Notting Hill but that cost like actually no I'm not gonna say it because that's just actually no do you know what I'm gonna say it because I think it just it kind of probably helps with the fact that my rose tinted glasses were just so on it was like 400 pounds wow yeah so I literally saved that I got a holiday I got him like all these little small things yeah and I really basically got him the world right I mean went really over the top treating him like a because in my mind at the time I actually thought like yeah he is like I literally worship the ground he walked on and we went to the restaurant and this was like a week before we were supposed to go so I was going to surprise him with a Copenhagen whilst we were at dinner and we got to the dinner and he was like really off like I thought he just had a bad day at work because he has like a pressurizing job and then I gave him all these gifts and I don't think I've ever said this to anyone he literally just looked at me and said thanks I was literally like looking at him like I always couldn't speak because I was just like thinking to myself, oh no, he's probably just had a bad day at work. I'm just going to let this brush over. But I was so upset because I was like, I put in so much effort and it costs so much money. And I was just thinking, I mean, I know that money isn't everything, you know, but for me to actually put, I felt like I put in so much hard work. And obviously the next week we went to, I just thought, oh, that's weird. But again, brushed it off my shoulder. Didn't think anything of it. I brushed all of that under the carpet, didn't process that at all. And then... I, we went to Copenhagen, right? So this is okay. so actually ridiculous. So we were in there for like a three-night holiday, right? And we get there, and literally on that holiday, after dinner, we had these drinks, and we just didn't, we just had a period where we just didn't talk. Like, we were just chilling. 
I was looking around and you were seeing these people like talking. We were literally just chilling. Now looking back, obviously we were just in like the worst relationship, right? Like when we were at the time, I was just thinking nothing's wrong. Like we're just chilling, having espresso martinis. Quite a nice thing. Walking back, then he doesn't say anything to me. Then he starts having a go at me being like, why are you not talking to me at the bar? Like everyone else was talking to each other. You weren't speaking. What's wrong with you? Why are you in such a mood? A lot of people have said this to me and I own this and I know that I do. Whenever I relax my face, I just look like I'm angry. I've got resting like a resting bitch, bitch face. face. Like I do. I literally <laughs> just relax my face and I look moody and I'm really not. That's just my face. And he knows that. Like he knows that. So for him to say that, I was like, that's weird. You know that usually like a very happy, positive person. I'm never really in a mood. We get back. And then we start having like a massive argument and I start saying, why are you doing this to me? And I, again, like you, there was a lot of gaslighting. Like I tried to voice. So gaslighting is to put it on surface level. If people don't know what it is, it's basically where you try to communicate your feelings, which again, always think your your emotions are hundred percent valid and communication is so key in relationships. So if you try to voice your opinion on something, gaslighting occurs when that person you're talking to then flips it and makes it out it's your fault not really listening to what you're saying just be like well no you've just done this and you've just done this or no you're crazy why are you thinking like that and it's like dismissing everything you're saying and it makes you seem crazy I'll give you the definition It, it says psychologists use the term gaslighting to refer to a specific type of manipulation Mm -hmm. where the manipulator is trying to get someone else or a group of people to question their own reality, memory or perceptions. Right. There was like a few times beforehand where we would get into arguments when we went out and it would always be when I was drinking and he always used to like, he would do something like just being like a typical like twat. He would always spin it around to make it my fault. Like he would never take responsibility for whatever he was doing and just make me out like I was the bad guy. I was the villain. And because I cared for him a lot, I kind of just accepted it. It was just awful. But anyway, back to the holiday, had this massive row and then he ended up breaking up with me on this holiday, slept on it. The day after, he was so checked out. When we were doing all these lovely stuff, like we went for a really nice brunch, really nice walk along the canal. We went to like the Royal Palace, did a tour of that. It was amazing. Still completely checked out. And he was just like making like small hints that it was over. He was like, no, I just don't think we can come back from this. Whilst we were on this day out, but not really cutting it. He was just saying things to me and I was just accepting it and just being like, no, I think we can fix this. Then he broke up with me when we got back to the room. And then I was stuck in Copenhagen so I couldn't get a flight home because it was Easter weekend like there was no flights there were no seats like there were no like obviously in Copenhagen everywhere is shut on Easter Sunday which was so annoying and I had no one to turn to I was stuck with him for an extra day like on one more night and an extra day so I just couldn't believe it I like broke down uncontrollably I couldn't believe it you know when you just break up and all you want to talk to is your mum right you just want to talk to your mum and me and my mum were like really close but like best friends and I just wanted to like really talk to her and like to be with her and I couldn't because I was stuck in bloody hotel room in Copenhagen like not even in the same country I was stuck in I'm stuck there with him and I was just thinking oh my god like I can't come home I'm stuck here I don't know what to do and I was heartbroken like it was like oh you should FaceTime your parents and I was like oh okay fine and then I told them and then my parents were like proper shouting down FaceTime and my dad was like what an absolute coward I hope he can hear me what an absolute twat 
um obviously in my mind I wanted to stay with him and I was like begging him to like reconsider like take me back and just it would can we go on a break instead of breaking like up and he was like okay yeah like slept on it and he was like actually no let's go on a break then we got back home and I didn't hear from him for like three weeks bearing in mind he's the one who has to make a petition I was the one who had to reach out to him he came all the way to me and then he still was like I haven't changed my mind went on like a really long walk instead of just literally just saying to me we're just that's it then it broke up I was completely devastated then I ended up actually like losing a friendship over it as well so I went up to Loughborough the week after and then I stayed with one of my friends obviously this is a week after so I'm still quite upset right and I just wanted to like get out of where I live and we went out and then I ended up seeing his friends who I'm quite close with so we ended up talking I was upset they were just concerned they were being nice they weren't being horrible to me at all they were being nice to me and the next day I remember her chat history came up with her boyfriend at the time and whilst I was crying the night before whilst we were out she was messaging her boyfriend being like can you come and pick me up please like Hannah's she's being so unbelievably draining and I'm like you're supposed to be there to support your friend when they're in a bad place I know it was so bad and literally just she then decided to make this group with one of our other friends and labelled it intervention and then make out as if I've got something wrong or why can't I talk about something else? Like, why is she ignoring us? Like, I was literally like, how dare you, like, literally make a group basically attacking my character whilst I am, like, in this really heartbroken depressed stage in my life like how dare you try and turn it back on me my friend actually who was in that group actually messaged me and said like I need to tell you about this and I literally love that girl for telling me that she actually told me she was like look this is not okay like I want to show you um so yeah I was really happy she told me about that she's like a really good friend to me which was just really good um but anyway flash forward to now and just going through therapy just made me realize how I was in like a severely emotional abusive relationship like gaslighting all the time like it was just unbelievable I just look back and I just think I can't believe I was in that relationship I really can't like I can't and looking back now toxic relationship yeah like the worst ever and he wouldn't ever come across he didn't come across as someone who was that kind of person he's like quite you know like conservative good all-rounder everything super intelligent good at sports like just you wouldn't really think he's you wouldn't think he's a nasty person but then you see like the true colors coming out over time and it's like wow um but flash forward to now you are amazing flash forward sorry that was a bit like that was a bit of like I I think I was just like okay I'm finished now finished (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I think we're just so happy to be out of those spaces I mean talking about it now it still riles me up and I think it's and being in toxic relationships guys like if you have been in one like if it's a toxic relationship and especially if it's abusive whether it's um physical or emotional don't ever downplay emotional abuse because that can really lead to mental health issues in the future definitely you are susceptible to being traumatized I said this last week and you need to read the book that I said last week it's called waking tiger healing trauma and it basically tells you about how trauma is so broad and it can be created by so many different things and a lot of people like downplay emotional abuse I think because they think oh it's not proper abuse we're talking from like two like two women here like talking about our 
partners being gaslighting and emotional abusive relationships however we don't want to say that that's the only way it goes because for example guys can be victims of this as well like anyone can so we don't want to say it's just us that suffer because we're not because it can happen the other way around as well so we just want anyone to be aware that it's such a key red flag for emotional abuse so just to be wary of everything so yeah absolutely thanks that's a good point hannah Hannah has written a blog post on my own story. Story. So, if you want to learn a bit more about that, then go over and read it on howdoyoupeel.co.uk. We'll put the link in the description. And we're just going to go through these questions and approach them with some different scenarios and add our ton of tips as well as a psychotherapist who wrote another blog post about toxic relationships on on the how do you peel blog mm-hmm. so take it away Han. okay just a little note just remember i know we said this in the introduction but we are not professionals here we're just giving friendly advice and again just referring to scientific evidence that we've learned and read ourselves so starting on with question number one who you're gonna who's bougie name for this person georgina samantha oh love that okay so samantha has said I have my partner's just broken up with me and I'm feeling really down and in a really negative headspace. How do I bounce back? Obviously, we don't know the ins and outs of the situation. We don't know the ins and outs of the situation. So it might have just been that they they felt it wasn't the right time, wasn't the right person. And that's completely fair enough. I understand that you must feel stuck, really, in, in that feeling of kind of just being left. I think a major thing is cutting off contact. A person block them from social media so you don't trace them keeping in contact is only going to make it harder for you to get over them and you really need to use your willpower to resist checking in on them resist looking at them social media or asking any mutual friends how they're doing seriously do you know what you say that 100% this is needed for a real life situation, especially when you guys get drunk. When you guys get drunk, make sure there's no connection there because we've all been there. We've all messaged our ex. We've all called our ex. I mean, I've been a bit borderline psycho for that. But but once that is removed, that connection, that temptation was no longer there, especially when I was like, you know, drinking. But alcohol is obviously, as we all know, a depressant. It suppresses those those feelings and you just get, you just kind of lose yourself. So like Georgina says, cut off contact. And for real life scenarios, whenever you're out or you just get that temptation to do it, you can't even do it. It's not even there. And that's yeah, going to help so you so you, much. If you delete their number. Yes. It, delete them from social media, everything. I know it's difficult because you don't want to seem, I don't know, sometimes I have, I have friends who say, oh, I don't want to delete them because I don't want them to think that I hate them. Mm. It's okay. They're not part of your personal life anymore because you have broken up. Mm -hmm. And if they think it's a terrible thing that you've deleted them off of Instagram because you need some space, you tell them and you had a good relationship with them. They, They should be understanding. And if they aren't understanding of that, then they can get lost and you should delete them even more do you know what I'm laughing I'm not laughing at the situation because I just remember that's something that I actually did like when I tried to delete their number do you know what I did instead 
I deleted their number and then I decided to write that before I deleted it I wrote it down on a piece of paper <laughs> <laughs> just in case I wanted to contact them in the future if things change and then I'm laughing because I ended up losing it anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm I'm in the same book as you I had so I had my ex's number on there my mum's number on there my dad my sister and I think mm. my uncle's number it was just on a little post-it note mm-hmm. when I when we broke up I deleted all contact from my phone but I had that little piece of paper in yeah. my purse for probably two years after oh my god I never messaged I never used it but it was not wow to be honest you know what we say like cut off contact but there are so many other things that you can do, like, because we both have, like, way loads of coping mechanisms. But mine is obviously exercise, do boxing. boxing. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's great. Like, especially because you, you've got a punch bag, right? Focus, like, if you're really angry at them and you've still got anger in there, you need to release that anger out because you don't want it to suppress inside of you. So I had that problem. My PT at the time, my coach said, just focus on their face as the, on the punch bag and just go for it. Just go crazy. And he was like, whoa, <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that, but yeah, keep it coming. I know. <laughs> so I like, so I literally went to town and it helped so much take all the anger out over a, a good period of time. And I just felt so much better because obviously you get the endorphins after you work out and those just make you feel good. So I, it came, it became like an escape for me. I got all my anger and frustration out and it was just such a good release because when you're going through a painful, like traumatic time as well, it's all about releasing that energy is that's coming up in bout. It's all about it getting up and getting out of your system. So if you have coping mechanisms that can help you do that. So for example, exercise for me was a massive one. It's from It's for just that mental release, that escape, just being yeah. able to discharge that energy. That's just get made like putting you in this repetitive hamster wheel, being in this really painful cycle. Yeah. And, also treat yourself girl or guy oh my gosh seriously. treat yourself spend your money on yourself you don't have to worry about spending money on the other person anymore like bye I can spend it on myself I can just- <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to you also don't have to spend money to treat yourself you can do so many things exercise mm-hmm. that's treating yourself mm-hmm. um yoga treating yourself call yourself mm-hmm. a bath treating yourself if you don't have a bath in your apartment or house go to a friend and say Mm -mm. please can I use your bath I need one so badly then Mm -hmm. you're interacting with family and friends yes well which is so important because as you cut off that contact with this person who was kind of your best friend or your go-to human to contact you will feel a space that is empty yeah, your routine goes out the window, doesn't it? Every time you think of them, this I said this last week as well, but every time you think of them, contact a, a friend uh, or contact a family member and you can grow those relationships if you focus on those relationships. I think with like family and friends, for anyone, I think if you're going through a really painful time and you are in a negative space, you don't you might not have the confidence to want to talk to anyone about it. And we're not here to pressurize you to like, you have to talk to them about it. Talk to them when you're ready. So it doesn't, you, so when we say family and friends, we're not, ta- we're not asking you to literally go to anyone 
of your family and your friends. Look at your family and friendship circles and select people who you know will be those people that can do that for you. You need to be really careful about who you choose to like vent yourself at because a lot of people will... I mean, it's not a bad thing, but people just don't have, they just don't have the attention span or they just won't listen to you the way that you need them to listen, if that makes sense. Or sometimes also other people have their own stuff going on. Oh, yeah. They can't, they don't have the capacity for it. So if you are in this position that possibly Hannah's friend who let her down at university, maybe, who knows, I'm definitely not giving her the benefit of the doubt, but in other situations, they may have their own things that they're dealing with that they can't help you with so Mm. if you are that friend who is wants to be there for them I think it's very important to set out those boundaries and say I'm I'm here for you and I am so sorry you're going through this I have some really difficult things that I'm dealing with right now and I actually don't have the capacity to help you in any way or give you any advice or anything often the person doesn't want advice or any help they Mm -hmm. just want you there to listen so I hope that that that's helped you so we're sending lots of love and positivity your way and hopefully you can be in a positive headspace soon we know you can so sending lots of hugs too um going on to question number two Who's the name for this one? Dun, 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 dun. Amanda. Oh, where? Amanda, hello. Amanda sent in their question saying that they're really happy in their relationship with their p- current partner. However, they cannot stop comparing themselves to their partner's ex. What advice can you give? Which is, I think, is quite an interesting one, isn't it? I have had this experience. I think a lot of people have. It's normal to feel jealous. Yeah. I'm one of those people that just it's something that I'm not proud of but I'm just someone that's in current relationships especially mine like I'll tell you I'll tell you (laughs) so basically the relationship that I'm in now it was his birthday in November last year and he told me that his ex messaged him and I was fuming do you know why I was fuming I think it's because I'm quite a territorial person yeah I'm almost like one of those lions that are just like if someone if another like girl comes into my space I'm like oh hold up what are you doing obviously like he's got like loads of like girlfriends and they're lovely and I love them they're like really nice but this ex came in and messaged him and put like a kiss at the end of the message (laughs) and I was like keep your kisses to yourself I was like hun Hun, whoa, okay, what's going on? Is she just, she like wished him a happy birthday and made a joke about like his mum's cake. And I was just like, wait, hun, first it's the ex and now you're making PJs about your mum, his mum's cake. That is not on. And I literally was so angry and he was just like laughing about it. And I was just like, nah, this is not happening. But I'm glad that he like told me about it because I would have probably got a bit funny if he didn't tell me about it. But I think the whole thing about the ex is a bit of a weird one because I think girls do get very territorial. and they. Just... It's not just girls, actually. It's both. Everyone gets territorial, I think, over those mm. things. I'm going to say that I'm literally, I'm just going to shamelessly say, I wish I was a better person in this circumstance, but I'm literally... But you're in the same shoes. Just... You feel that as well. Yeah, and if, if there's an ex there, I'm not going to be like, yeah, like I'm not going to be besties with the... Your partner's ex. The partner's ex. It's just... Like, no, there is a reason that they are their ex, right? Mm. Okay, so if you think that all these things about this person are you're jealous or um, you're comparing yourself to them, often it's because it's coming from a place of dislike for yourself. That is true. Only yourself 
yeah you are the person that your partner you are with that person now right mm-hmm. their ex is their ex for a reason they do not come yeah, on they're not they're not a part of your bubble they're, they're not, not a part of you their ex is not you you know there's a reason you are a different mm. person from their ex maybe their ex is really blooming mm. hot <laughs> you're yeah. really blooming hot too we're all hot in our own ways yeah own yourself you are amazing that's what i have to say for that i think it's probably a lot trickier when kids are involved in this situation i guess oh, yeah because sure. if you've got like set parents so that's probably a lot trickier and difficult so i guess we can't comment on that but i guess yeah we're in our mid-20s so i guess from our experience i think we can say that it's more of a straight and narrow where you can just love yourself own yourself and that's it they're not a part of your like that person's not a part of your relationship now and again just keeping making sure the trust and communication is so solid between you and your current partner and also I guess at the same time I'm saying that but then I guess if you've got insecurities with yourself maybe you just can't help it so that's true so I think it's just focusing on like loving yourself and owning yourself and you're like the best in your own way there's never going to be another you no one can copy you no one can literally like be the same as you you're always unique and you have amazing features just the way you are they're completely like like Georgina said the ex is completely different to you and there's a reason your partner now is with you and not with them so again own yourself and love yourself and it's going to be a beautiful day to be alive (laughs) i don't know why i just said that (laughs) okay um going on to the next one so this one i think is very interesting i think we're quite excited to tell this one just because we want to like link this to one of our friends personal stories um so basically what's the bougie name for this person g i love the Oh my God. So, okay, Macintosh. I like that name, you know. So basically, Macintosh said that their ex became a big part of like their friendship group. And they've been, they've been together for around five years. So a long time. They've been together and obviously they've broken up and it's really hard for them right now, considering the fact that the, their ex is like part of this person's friendship group. So it's the whole, it's just creating a lot of dr- unnecessary drama. So the ex needs to realize that these friends were not their friends to begin with yes <laughs> amen say that it's again. a really important thing and yeah okay it's a similar thing with families like you get involved with somebody you'll form these relationships with their family friends and with this person you obviously brought your partner into your friendship group does your partner not have friends of their own? Um, come on. They can go and talk to their own friends as well. Um, and also, if you have people in your friendship group who aren't respecting the fact that you have broken up with them and you need the space and you are, and especially if it was a toxic, a difficult relationship, yeah. your friends would be there for you. They were friends with you first. Yeah, um, I agree this person just I don't know I find it it really riles me up because Mm. as you say it's a bit personal quite similar to what happened happened with with us it's so important to be there for your friend in their time of need well yeah so yeah it's the loyalty things comes in perspective I know that we live in like you know 
like a modern era now and everything's different but I still think it's quite traditional with regards to loyalty and friendships where like you say they're your friends first so your friends should be loyal to you regardless of the situation and I think I think again like because we get so riled up about our own personal situations and And it's the, uh, the friends who are not supporting Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know in our situation we had a we had a friend who was very much dicking up for the ex which, yeah which is it's like kind of still ongoing that's yeah. it's still an ongoing thing which is I mean if you can believe that it's just it's like two and, years on now yeah and that is really it's outrageous and it's it's like if you want to have that relationship with that person out of it don't bring it into the group the group like you know that it makes somebody uncomfortable don't Mm -hmm. do it it doesn't allow the person who's broken up or ended their relationship to let go and find closure finding closure is one way that will allow you to get let go of that relationship yeah and And your friends need to support your friends really need to support that And and it's really tough for our friend right now because the fact that she hasn't been able to, she's still really, she's happily in a new relationship. She's the happiest she's ever been. And she still has to have this ongoing drag of her ex being brought up every now and then. And it's really not fair. And I'm really, I feel awful for her. I mean, if any of the guys are listening, I'm I'm sorry, hashtag sorry, not sorry. But she just asked, like you say, can you just like, if you want to talk to him like on your own time, that's fine. But can you just not have him in the group? Because for me to literally have to hear him's name pop up here and now and then again or know that you guys have got this group where he's still involved it's just it's not nice for her to hear that it's 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 not great if you spun it on the other foot and you kind of saw it from her perspective that's crap like if I if I found out that my ex was in that position I'd be fuming I'd be like what on earth are you doing how are you how why is he still in this group because it's linked back to me the only reason that this person is friends with <laughs> your friends now is because mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. So if your friends cannot support you in that, I'm sorry, but also not sorry. They need to sort their lives out big yeah. time. From my own opinion, like I think everyone has different, like, you know, um, perspectives. Respect. Yeah, exactly. But in my opinion, I think guys are so laid back and chilled, they don't really think about it as much as well not as much but I don't think they think of it like as deep as we do whereas like I think girls just don't do that stuff they just don't I think it just all comes down to like you know the girl code like we're just so on it with that kind of stuff whereas like guys they're just like so laid back and they don't really think that deep and they're just like just going with the flow and loving life whereas like they don't really consider um for our I think we're getting so riled up because we're getting personal story into this but make sure your friends are loyal to you that's it bottom line bottom line you should be able to trust your friends yes and um last one last question before we have to finish today's episode who is this um erin name today erin oh okay like that do you know what you always say names that i actually haven't heard in ages (laughs) i always think of like generic names but like you always think of like really unique names anyway erin basically lived with um her partner in london so they were renting together they had their like fair share of arguments as do any and as do any couple however they had one argument and he's walked out on her and he hasn't heard they had she hasn't heard from him since what do i do 
my gosh, that's deep. That's deep, isn't it? <sighs> that's super deep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they obviously don't respect you very much. Yeah, I think, well, from the get-go, try to... Get, I reckon you should give them space to call off if they've walked out. Um, it depends on what the argument's about, though. That's true. Like, Maybe, oh, that's the argument about? Why are they having these other arguments so often? Mm. Like, that's I'm true. not going to lie, me and my boyfriend don't argue. We do yeah. sometimes. So is it a little argument like that? Like, that's that I wouldn't call an argument. That's just a... Bicker. Bicker, you know? If they're arguing all the time, they maybe shouldn't be in a relationship. If the partner is leaving... Yeah, they might need a lot. They might need space to cool off, and that's okay. Often people need space. Mm-hmm. But if the argument is something really big that maybe won't be solved, mm-hmm. and you're arguing all the time, is that then a toxic relationship that you need to get out of? Oh, that's like a mic drop thing, G. I like that. Really? That is like mic drop. I wish we actually had a mic where I could actually drop it, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. But I also feel like, do you know what? I don't know why I thought of this, but I think I was just trying to put myself in your shoes. Do you know what? Wake up today and have some pancakes. Have some, <laughs> have some pancakes and like get yourself some maple syrup. Yeah. Get it all over and then just like enjoy because pancakes make are everything like better. They're like they do. They really do. I know that Georgina went deep and she actually gave you a good answer and I'm just giving you like the chance to eat bloody pancakes. But I mean, they really are the definition of food porn and they taste good. So eat something that you like. I mean, if you don't like pancakes, have something that you really enjoy eating. And yeah. for just a moment, it will just take your mind off it for just a sec. So just you- focus on things that yeah. you can just escape from the situation right now obviously I would say go and see your family and friends but (laughs) we're in lockdown um (laughs) so I guess try and like pick up the phone and call your mum or call your best friend and just yeah talk to someone because I reckon the worst thing you can do in this situation is just suffer overthink and suffer in silence like if you just kind of just sit down and just battle your own thoughts that is just a recipe for disaster you need to be able to express your emotions to someone else if you can so for again someone you really trust so for me it's my mum or my best friends um and I always feel better for venting always always like once you get it off your chest like we do with our therapists as well like once you get something that's like bothering you off your chest and you really talk about it a lot just for like a split second you will just get that little bit of relief and it is so much better than not doing anything so I don't obviously we don't know the whole situation what the argument's Mm. about yeah is it a small is it a big thing does your friend does your partner just need a little bit of space and they'll to cool off maybe they just needed to go out and and get a new perspective on things sorry Hannah's playing <laughs> no 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 no. I was gonna say this theory so have you watched Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging yeah so basically an Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging great film guys by the way but basically oh, she's talking about this rubber band theory so basically if you give them enough space and then they'll just ping back to you <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> no, I mean, like, so if you just give them enough space, they'll just they'll come pick, back. They'll, they'll come back. back. <laughs> but <laughs> it's difficult for you. You're probably torturing yourself, thinking, what are they doing? What's going on? But as Hannah said, in that situation, it, it's really difficult too. But try not to overthink it. Talk to mm. someone else. 
maybe you need a bit of perspective from someone else's point of view kind of just be like okay well this is out of my control I can't do anything about anything right now so I need to take some deep breaths meditate Mm -hmm. self-understanding pursue a bit of growth healing yeah Um, if they are just gonna leave you there and not give you any explanation that is that's not Mm. you need to make sure that you look at your relationship and just kind of yeah just do a little bit of an overview see if you can bring any points to attention and try and work on them and yeah and maybe that it doesn't work out in your scenario or maybe you this is just that one argument that you just both needed to get and then get your get all your cards out on the table and you're gonna move on and move on and up from there and that's amazing but maybe you decide that this is a little bit of the straw that broke the camel's back and yeah um if you are in that case I think a really important thing after breakups and is knowing how to pursue your own growth and self-understanding because I know that and you you definitely could recognize this in me after that relationship Mm -hmm. I was a different person I turned in my toxic relationship I turned into a completely different person I lost my myself I lost I lost all confidence I've I was a very confident person, mm. very extroverted, always going and talking to so many people, having mm-hmm. lots of fun. Mm-hmm. And I completely lost all of that. So it took me a long time to rediscover who I was outside of that relationship. Yeah. And I think that is definitely a big thing to to kind of use your energy rather than to think about what they're thinking about what they're doing Mm -hmm. as a to work on your own healing and growth as an individual and just learn how to create boundaries with people around you to define what you want and what you're looking for and and then how you can possibly make that happen yeah no I completely agree with what you say like that's just like so spot on if you listen listen to little mixes shout out to my ex i swear to god it's like mm. the best uplifting song ever if you got this this lyric that i think it says something like goes along the lines of yeah you made my heart break but you made me who i am yes like you go through all this pain but it really helps you take those lessons from that relationship and it really helps you grow and yeah. it makes you a lot stronger and from this book that I read, also highly, highly recommend. It's James Smith, Not the Life Coach. So it's all about mindset and your outlook on life. Yeah. And there's a section where he says that you like you look at your own troubles. However, whatever happens, regardless of your situation, he got this from this guy that he used to train. He was completely blind. He overnight something happened, and it was like a, a really rare illness where he just went blind in both eyes. And this guy said to him whilst he was training that whatever happens you'll be absolutely fine regardless of like how bad or how small or you'll be absolutely fine you'll go down a path and you'll be okay so yeah, yeah. that's a really important point that we can kind of leave it off as and yeah if if you are really struggling after difficulties like this and the way that Hannah talked uh, explained in the last episode about becoming really depressed and and Mm -hmm. anxious as we said previously it is really important to seek help 
Yeah, and, and it, you shouldn't you know, be ashamed so, to do that. Yeah, it's not a shameful thing. It is, in fact, it is an Normal. empowering thing for you to do for yourself. Yeah, and it's and it's it's bloody awesome as well. It's like yeah, it's own just, yourself. Yeah, and it just you know what? If you ever feel like I just want to feel better, and if you still you've tried all routes, and it gives you a little bit of it makes like some things make you feel better short term. But if you want to feel better long term, and you still feel like you can't get there go to therapy because for me and I know for Georgina they've been able to make us better we've we feel better we are better we are in a better mindset because of them and it's a normal thing you don't go to therapy because you're cuckoo or you're crazy or you're insane you go there because you you want help to feel better and it's a normal thing so like you go to the gym to get fit like you go to a nutritionist to eat healthier or just have a better relationship with food both completely normal both have positive connotations attached to it with therapy it's completely normal it's not no negative connotations attached to it like georgina said it's empowering it's amazing it's bloody beautiful you are strong and you can do it and by exploring those feelings and experiences you can heal and become more self-aware and mm-hmm. be free from those toxic relationship patterns whether whether or not it's a romantic relationship yeah. or not being free and realizing what those patterns are that's mm-hmm. how therapy can really help you with that so on that yeah. note, i think we're done we're done dun, 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 dun. <laughs> i'm trying to like probably think of like a theme tune we need to get a theme tune to do at the end so if anybody like, has a theme tune for yeah. us send it in because <laughs> otherwise we're just gonna end up humming and i don't think you really want to hear us sing like, <laughs> do, 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 do. Bit like drowning cats but we hope you have an amazing day guys thank you so much for listening and, and what, yeah ask your questions with anything you want help in because they'll probably end up on the podcast at some point but yeah we hope you take care (laughs) and we hope you have a beautiful day yeah have a great day and we'll put all the links to blog posts in the description you can find hannah to send messages in at by hannah king and and you can find me at how do you peel so yeah have a great week and we'll see you soon take care guys if you have enjoyed these episodes and you think that somebody you know would benefit from listening to them it would be amazing if you could share it in the old-fashioned way by sending a message to somebody or on your instagram on social media and leave us a review we would really really appreciate it